The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And welcome to a Victory Monday edition yeah. of Mix Shots. Mickey, can you sing Happy Days or Here Again? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't sing. Okay. Good. I'm glad you don't. And welcome to Mix Shots. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola after a 20-17 win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Mickey is working on how much sleep? Um, I think I pieced together an hour and a half on the plane and then got home and maybe another hour and a half. Well, it happened. So three o'clock, three hours. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Who, a nice power What that. do you need, right? Yeah, that's that's nice right. Nice power that until you fall out later. Yeah, that's when somebody <laughs> said, how you doing? I go, ask me at three o'clock. Nikki, <laughs> <laughs> you picked the Cowboys to win, didn't you? I did. Yeah. What was the score? 31-30. 31 point win. Yeah. I picked the Cowboys to win, if you recall. Yes, on I a do. Greg Zerline field goal. Yes, you did. How about Everson? Mm. I, I am disappointed. I want to challenge this game. I want to challenge, <laughs> challenge the, the outcome. No, here's the deal. The results of the game. It, here's the deal. Everson is going to pick against the Cowboys the rest of the season. No, I'm not doing that. Because it's work. You, you have to keep picking against them, right? Okay? No. If no, it's going to no, have no. these kind of results, then Everson's got to pick against the Cowboys on Friday. I tell you what, I was so happy. I'm, of course, I'm pulling for them the entire time. But golly, man, you know this is this is not working out well. I, I, I need the O and 2. I need the O <laughs> and 2 to work out so that all of my stuff can come into fruition. So you, one you and one now, i got to refigure things. You could have been right there on the NFL Network show. Yeah, everybody else they picked all, against They them. all picked Yeah, tell us guys. about that. So Jerry, Jerry made an appearance just minutes away from his birthplace in Los Angeles at <laughs> SoFi Stadium a mile on and a Sunday. Half. They Mi- found the, 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 the house, too. They had a picture of it. I saw that. Um, yeah. A little overly done, I thought. <laughs> what, the, the house? <laughs> no, I mean. Oh, the fact that he was yeah. born there? <laughs> I mean, well, on. who knew? They all knew he was hey, from Arkansas, Right. I, I, you could tell me. I don't need to have a pictorial. You know what I mean? I don't right. need to Get see ready because it's the the story is going to repeat itself oh, in February. That's right. Cowboys we'll go, go back. They're going back. That's when I want to see it. We're yeah. going to do that's a when, podcast. That's when that's I want to see. That's when you break the news that's that he right. was born that's right here right. in the backyard of SoFi State. So the NFL Network uh, offices are right across the street from SoFi Stadium, and it's a pretty neat building. And so they've uh, got the so he did. Like a segment, I believe it was 930, um, 9.30 local time, uh, did a segment on, on there uh, with Michael. And, and then when they go out on the field, he went out there for the picks, right? And uh, so they all they, – they were all apologizing, right? But they all took the charges until they get to Michael, right? And he's got that goofy – Wolf thing, the lone wolf <laughs> hat that he puts on. That's his Lee Corso. He was getting ready. He was getting ready. He was getting ready to put it on Jerry, and Jerry backed off and goes, "Does that thing bite?" Right. And like, <laughs> Might have COVID in it or yeah. something. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, he was like, "Y'all don't don't know what you're doing, right?" Well, the, the the funny thing is, so they finished, and there's a fence around the, that field. Well, somehow, some way, Cowboy fans knew he was on there. And they were lined up on the fence. And this was before noon, so it was three hours, three and a half hours before kickoff. And they were all lined up there cheering and yelling. And he went around and fist bumped everybody right down the fence. I said, just like Jerry, right? And that gave me the idea that the Cowboys were going to have home field advantage in that stadium. Oh, there's no doubt. I knew that before we got there. We talked about the state of California having probably more registered Cowboy fans than any other state except for Texas. Uh, Was not surprised at all. When we kicked the winning field goal, it was like a home game. Place went crazy. It was like a home game. So, Mickey, you were there. What was the percentage? Cowboys fans versus Chargers oh, I, it, fans. It, 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 to me, it was. It might have been more than 50-50. And you count the celebrities. They have more. That that goes towards two votes right there. Right. You know, <laughs> one celebrity, <laughs> two regular people. And yeah, all the celebrities, Cowboy fans. 
It's it not was, just LeBron. It was it was a pretty blue looking crowd. They all had their cowboy right. blue jerseys. A lot on. of Dak, a lot of Dak jerseys. And I think there. the the bottom line was, um, Zach Martin pointed out that they never had to go silent count. He said, "But I think I saw the Chargers going <laughs> silent count in what their own stadium, right?" What and then does afterwards, that say? A- after the game, and this would have been. At least an hour or so after the game, uh, the Cowboys, where their locker room was, they had to walk the length of the field to get to where the buses is, sort of like you had to do at the Superdome in New Orleans. And there were still Cowboy fans in the bunker suites, almost all the way down, right? And I was walking out with Dak and, and Rich Dalrymple, and they were going crazy, yelling and screaming for them. And the funniest thing was we got to the end and in, up in the stands, all, all the workers, they were cheering for Dak. The, the workers at SoFi were cheering for Dak. It was, or was uh, it Mick? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I made sure I got out of the way so they could, they could uh, have their day. You know, it reminds me of when we first built uh, Jerry's World at AT&T Stadium. A few teams came in there and whooped our butts, and they had such yeah. a great time coming to that beautiful stadium. First right. of all, they want to see it, and to have victory there, it just gives you a little bit more of a, a satisfaction, right? And so that's kind of what we felt yesterday. Yes, and a little the stadium, bit more satisfaction. The stadium, by the way, is spectacular. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really it looks neat. it looked you know in some of the shots on television, especially the ground level shots. It didn't look real. It looked fake to me. <laughs> right. It looked like a fake background. Like somebody yeah. did some like fancy video game. Video game. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's neat because it's an open-air stadium, but it's got the transparent roof on it, right? So the light comes in. Uh, if it's breezy, the breeze comes in. And I think that's the reason because the lighting is so good in there yeah. that it looked it didn't look real. It looked like a video game. And and uh, yeah, it was. And, and then I found out that the the, the field was a hundred feet below ground. Hmm. So basically, what you see when you're walking there is the top of the stadium, and that's just about it. And the rest of it's all in the ground. So yeah, it's pretty cool place. Uh, pretty cool cool scene, and. A pretty cool ending for the Cowboys that I think they were quite fortunate to be able. It's really weird. They should have won last week and mm-hmm. they didn't. They might have should have lost this one and they. And I they tell didn't. people it balances out all the time. I don't care if we complain about bad calls. I don't care if we complain about bad plays. It just balances out when it all said and done. We you could say that we could have. Or not won several games, not last year, but the year before that. Right. So, I mean, you know, you start talking about the different penalties and, oh, well, Brady only threw one interception. He really didn't throw two interceptions. You know, it really doesn't matter which game and all the stats. It all comes down to you have to make your plays regardless of what the calls are. And I, I as much as I'm still going to really have some problems with the uh, officiating, which was especially uneven yesterday. I thought they were I thought they were pretty bad. I thought even some of the plays they, the calls they made for us. There was there were calls that were ticky tack. That's what I mean. And then there were some that were obvious that they didn't throw a flag on. Like the interference on the Cooper. third down play on, on Cooper. Cooper yeah. Oh, the guy dove in. It's like, yeah, he dove right through his back. Right, right. He, first of all, he grabbed right. him. He grabbed him yeah, to then, make yeah. sure he, he had his turn. arm. That's why he couldn't catch the ball. Right. Um, but anyway, when it was halftime, I'm sitting there. Cowboys are up 14-11, and I'm going, okay, they dominated this first half. And, we're and they're only, only up, up by three, three points. Yeah, right. And if you looked at the yardage, it was 273 to 199. The Cowboys had rushed for 96, I think it was, and the Chargers 45. And the first downs in the yeah. second, in the first for quarter. For 13. Yeah, that was that's a record. Franchise for, record. Yeah. And tied an NFL record yeah. for first downs in a quarter. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and here they are. It's only 14-11. So, but... A win is a win is a win. Two different halves, right? It was two different halves. Yeah. Especially possession wise. And two there weren't any possessions. They each had eight. It's like, that's, you're usually getting 12, 13, yeah. somewhere around there. So, yeah, it was a strange game. Uh, and I don't know where you want to go. Uh, I got like 
half a dozen mix shots for you. <laughs> I bet you do. I'll bet you do. you do. want to start off with one mix shot? <laughs> it was. Okay. We got a mix shot off, right off the bat here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. First quarter mix shot. Where's Chris? Where's, 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 where's ah. Yeah. <laughs> the Cowboys' first win scoring less than 30 points since game 15 of 2018. Wow. The last previous 15 wins, they had scored 30 points and had never won a game uh, scoring less. Was that New Orleans? 20 to, uh, it was, uh, they beat Tampa Bay. The last time they had won one without scoring 30 was 27-20 Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, sometimes you got to win twenty to seventeen, right? And they hadn't been doing that because they always you got to win close games that are lower than right. thirty point games. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, so what does that say? The defense, and and it's almost like everybody's applauding the defense, and I'm going okay, but <laughs> they gave up like four hundred. They gave yards. up four hundred and <laughs> some yards, and you know, three hundred and thirty-eight passing, and sixteen in a row completions. And by the grace of God, two touchdowns got called back, and then he, he was it. Did he hit the up? He hit the upright on that field goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they left seventeen points easy mm-hmm. uh, on the field, and probably twenty-one because they're first in goal at the two. On that drive that they ended up tying the game, mm-hmm. the field goal at mm-hmm. the end, and they get an illegal shift. Now it's first and goal at the seven, incompletion. And then I thought I was watching Bob Lilly out there, Parsons chasing <laughs> Justin Herbert for an 18 yard sack. Did you see how quickly he closed? Mm-hmm. And see, you just can't teach that. And you can see it when he came out of college. Uh, all the plays that they, they showed on him. He was closing quickly, and we commented on that before we even drafted him. When you make that kind of space disappear like that, the quarterback panics. Yeah. He thinks he you has he's time. He's thinking he can back up. Right. I, I got I'll this. be okay. You, you yeah. don't even – You don't even. it's going to be a situation where they're – and they already will – I mean, they're in their game plan, and they got to figure out where number 11 is, okay? And when the beauty of it we, going We just forward, found something. We just found something. And we knew yeah. it was there. Yeah. I mean, what did we say when Lawrence got hurt? Right. First thing we said, they got to they got to start rushing Parsons. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the thing that I think everybody needs to understand is like, oh, he's going to be the starting defensive end. No, he's not going to be the starting defensive end. He had 39 snaps, so 55% of the snaps. So they, 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 when they first put him out there like that, the Chargers had a target on him. It's like, yes. run. I told you he was going to run at his little skinny ass, right? <laughs> and, and then they started just putting him in more passing situations. I think it had as much to do with, I mean, it takes a lot to exert that kind of effort yes. on every play when you're rushing. Well, uh, let, like let me say this. It started off, like you said, this skinny little ass was in trouble. But as the game wore on, he wore them he down. He wore right? them down. You're right. His second half was amazing. And it wasn't just him. Right. You saw Dorrance doing some, getting some good work in. Everyone kind of followed suit after that. He created so much havoc. They're 300 plus yards passing. They were almost just like nickel and dimes. They 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 uh, reduced their passing game down to the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And the closer they got to the end zone, the less effective they were. You know what? I I liken it to and when, when and I I think I tweeted it out at halftime. I know I tweeted it out at halftime. Even though Micah Parsons, I don't even know if he had a, a was credited with a quarterback pressure in the first Eight. half, but just Eight. one but in the first half. Oh, first half. So no, okay. no, he got he got I don't even know what his stats were or anything. I just said he can be an elite pass rusher in this league. And it's almost like a great cornerback shutting down one side of the yeah. field because they have to know where he is. All and even if, even if he's not getting credited with a, a pressure or a sack or anything like that, just the mere fact his closing speed is so unreal with four three five speed and and has quickness. It's a factor that, to the offense. Exactly, they, where they, that quarterback they, has always got to be aware of this guy coming off the edge or up the middle or wherever, and it's going to affect them as far as uh, getting the ball out. You know, it's it's almost like you know when the quarterback goes to the line of scrimmage, he's identifying the middle linebacker. He's identifying eleven over there. He had uh, three three hurries. 
the Cowboys had five in the first half. He had three. Uh, didn't have any tackles, but he he was coming. And then at the end, when he did his press conference, he was complaining. You know, we got to have more. He goes, I, I didn't do enough because what ended up happening is when he wasn't rushing the quarterback from defensive end, he wasn't playing any linebacker. They never put him back in linebacker. And see, I think that they made the decision when Lawrence went down on Wednesday that they are just going to play him at defensive end because being his second NFL game, they didn't want to overload him just like with any rookie. Right. And so they don't now going forward, he he is going to show that he can hand, he showed yes. it right off the bat. Yes. He was calling the signals his first game in right. the right. in the NFL. He can handle it mentally, but they just wanted to make sure we're not going to overload his plate. It's his first time to play this position at this level, mm-hmm. and and he you know didn't play that position basically in college, although he did in high school. But okay, now going forward, he can handle this, he can handle that, and when you get your guys back, you get hopefully get Gregory back this week, and then. Um, Six weeks from now, you get Lawrence back. You can use him. You can start him at linebacker, and then in passing situations, you can line him up off the edge. He's going to be able to handle the full dose. Who's, yeah, number, no. who's number seventy-four for for Chargers? The backup uh, tackle who was Storm Norton. 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 That's yeah. right, Norton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Norton. Norton. Yeah, Norton was getting his butt kicked by, by Gleason. That's what was going on. He, he probably was glad the game was over. He was holding almost every play. And when you look at that Chargers offensive line, they remind me of the Raiders back in the day. Almost every play you could see someone being held. So we talk about the, the, the calls that were made. They missed a lot. Oh, There was one time Parsons came through. This is after some crap call they picked up or <laughs> some call we got. And he's, running, he's, he's rushing through. He went outside. And just before the quarterback threw the ball, he was spun. By 74. He literally grabbed him and spun him. And Parsons' hand, you can see quarterbacks over here. He's trying to rush. The guy spun him like that. And you can see his hand going like that. You wouldn't make that kind of move unless someone just grabbed you. And you're trying to, of course, sell it with the referee. They did not call it. But I saw the Sunday night game. They called that same look in the Sunday night game. So it just lets you know. They just couldn't handle all the infractions that the Chargers were throwing at them. And, and they ended up throwing – they were in double digits at halftime, yeah, weren't yeah. they? It could have been more. Could have been more. Trust me. So uh, I think when Gregory gets back, then Gregory and Armstrong, I think they're good with that at defensive end. Then they could spot him at mm-hmm. times, but he goes back and plays linebacker. And you were right. He said – Somebody asked him, when's the last time you played defensive end? It was high school. Mm-hmm. When did you know you were going to play defensive end? He goes, after practice on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They called him in and said, okay, here's what we're doing. And, uh, and, and got him as ready as possible. And, you know, he was pretty ready. And you're right, his speed, it takes me back to training camp, that hard knocks line when Dak's watching him and he did some play where he was just so sudden. And, 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 and Dak goes um, – I'll clean it up as good as I can. He said, damn, he's fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't damn, okay? And, 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 and yeah. That's about as clean as you can make it. <laughs> yeah, right? I think I'd get away with that, right? So, yeah, he was, uh, he was amazing. And, uh, you know, he ended up um, finishing the game with, I think it was just like three tackles. Uh, but he has the sack. He had a tackle for a loss, mm-hmm. four quarterback hits. So, yeah, he was a menace out there. And, and they still threw for 338 yards. I think I saw your friends at Pro Football Focus uh, had him as the number two rated pass rusher in the league. Oh, really? Yeah, with a 90s something grade. Well, and the only reason. Maybe I, they got that right. <laughs> the only reason I felt like he could do well is because, you know, I can't, can't think of the guy now. Is it Freeney? For the Colts. Yeah, that's exactly what I was See, thinking. And that's, you know, when y'all saw, he was kind of new. A guy that's small, but he's able to use it to his advantage. The big mm-hmm. guys, you know, that's what we're talking about. Same thing, make you laugh, make you cry. It's just hard for them to get down there mm-hmm. to deal with somebody that's small and dynamic, of course. I figured it would work out in his favor, but I didn't know he would wear him down like the entire second half. That that was a pleasant surprise. And the thing about about uh, him, Parsons, is that he's not that small, but he's built low to the ground. And you that's, know? The, that's the problem. Exactly. That that's right. Problem. And, and that's exactly who I would think of because – 
you think of these, especially a 4-3 defensive end being a big rangy guy. Mm-hmm. D-Ware got type of guy. Yeah, wants, that's yeah. right, 6'4". Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he's more like a 6'2 guy who can get low to the ground, and he's so fast, you know. He covers strong. ground so quick. He don't realize he's determination. And he's strong. Yeah. He doesn't have the link that you're looking for. To your point, as far as running at him, he doesn't have the, the uh, link with his arms. I think it's 32-inch arms where he can't hold off a, a tackle. That's, that's, that's a very average. Yeah, he's right. just got to beat him with his first step yeah. and his speed. But he's got strength, and and you don't realize how big he is because you know, when he's around everybody else, six three is mm, okay. Well, I happened to to step into the elevator uh, when he was going up at the hotel on sa- on Saturday night, and I was like, yeah, he's pretty big. He's a rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's yeah. a rock. And, and the he, other thing is, he loves the game. He exactly, loves he, to play. he's got more want to yeah. than about anybody that he'll have come across. You know, we talked all week about worrying about Joey Bosa. Yeah, he stole the show. From <laughs> he Joey sure Bosa. did. He sure did. And, and you know, I know Bosa we, got tyrannized. <laughs> we got we got twenty twenty minutes in, but. The guy that surprised me was Terrence Steele. Right. He was the unsung star of this game. Now, they gave him some help, but not every play, mm-hmm. right? The tight end I was over there a little bit. I think I saw him have one negative play. The, the, yeah, uh, yeah he, he lost him one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the, the running backs were chipping. There was one play where he had beaten Steele to the inside, and Pollard came across the formation and just lamb-blasted him, just came out of mm-hmm. nowhere and, and nailed him. But Steele, they left him out there several times to the point, at one point, they moved him over to the right side. And it's like, oh, you want to go against Tyron Smith? Mm-hmm, okay, so, mm-hmm. so let's see. And yeah, then that the did second, not work out well at all. <laughs> and then the second half, they he wasn't an every down outside linebacker defensive end. Mm-hmm. They were spotting him in pass rush situations. So it was almost they reduced him to a part-time player. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Uh, just to clear it up on Parsons and uh, – He's six three and one eighth, so he's actually taller than we six were giving three. him credit for. No, you six. you said six. I, I said yeah, six three and an eight. All right, and he's his arm length is shorter than I gave him. Oh credit no, for. is it really? Thirty one and a half Whoa. inch arms, Whoa. and so that is why Jeez. the scouts projected him as a linebacker and not as a, a defensive end, right? An edge rusher. Well, not so much an edge rusher, but being able to play defensive mm-hmm. end because of the arm length more than anything. Got those eleven inch hands. Though you yeah, love those 11 inch hands, no matter what position you're playing. All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at ATT are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to Mick Shots. 
Head to AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 26th to experience the first rally day of the season presented by ZeetGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, autographs from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and Dallas Cowboys alumni there, Everson Walls. Yes. Ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Check out the brand new Miller Lighthouse and get excited for the kickoff of on Monday, oh, visit attstadium.com for tickets and more information. I was gonna say we're all winning today. That's what I was gonna say. We're all winning today. But presented no. presented by a what? Seat geek. What did? Isn't that what I said? You said Zeet. Zeet geek. Zeet geek. Or Zeet. Or Zeet. Maybe maybe Zeet bought them out. <laughs> Presented by Zeek Yes. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about we go to the end of the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, we start at the very end of the game and uh, what was going on uh, with the clock management at the end so of I the game. So I want to see Mickey. if you guys were right there with me. Okay. So they uh, they ended up with the, um, the second down play, right? Mm-hmm. They ran the ball. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. And, and, a, and, a, and a lookout block by uh, C.D. Lamb. Right. I don't know what the hell that was. I think he just like, you know what, this guy's coming too fast. I'm going to let him go. So don't, it was. Don't, don't get a hold. 30. <laughs> don't get well, a hold. I mean, he could have just shielded him off or uh, something. Yeah. After, after <laughs> He jumped out of the way and then looked at the, the sidelines like, hey, you want me to block this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so after the first down pass, 12 yards to Amari Cooper, it got him to the – L.A. 45. Can, can I interrupt, please, sir, once again? What happened to Cooper? I uh, they said have... it was a rib thing. So they, so he got clipped. Meaning, I, meaning... When, he, when, he, when he was making the move, I yeah. think. Because I thought he got hit in the head. I did, too. Uh, but they said it was a rib thing. So, the guy so that cost him a timeout. Yeah. So it stopped the clock with 36 seconds to go. And so you guys are probably like me. Okay. Let's make sure that, you know, you get another 10, 15 yards, but drain that clock, mm-hmm. right? So the first play uh, was the real quick out to Cedric, Cedric Wilson, Wilson, four yards, and he steps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. So that stopped the clock with 33 seconds left. Mm-hmm. They went three wide receivers, and Schultz flanked out. Uh, so it's second and six at the 41, and they run Pollard for three yards. And I'm going, okay, that's going to take some time off the clock. So now it's third and three at the 38. One time out left. And my math is telling me that's a 56-yard field goal. You need to make this a little easier for Zerline, right? And they got one time out left, so the clock's ticking and ticking, and I'm going, whoa, no, whoa, what are you doing? You know, lining if, you're, up. if you're not ready, if you're not ready to snap the ball, at least call timeout, right? And then you they can, were gonna run a play. So here's <laughs> no, the intention was to run a play. They were gonna run a play. They lost track of the clock. So here's what happened. They they ended up with a personnel malfunction. Pollard was coming off the field, and he wasn't supposed to come off the field. So they had to shoe him back on. All right, and then in the meantime. For some reason, they were following the clock on their spectacular video board above. Well, that video board, after a play, they'll show a replay up there, right? So the score and goes the time away. goes away. And so then they, they I think they kind of panicked, like, okay. And then I think when they saw the clock again, it was down to 17. Mm-hmm. And that's what they decided, okay. Once it got, McCarthy said once it, it got, got under 17, it's yeah. almost like their policy, just take it on just, down. Just take, just, you know. Uh, uh, Kellen Moore. It got under 17. It looked like they were trying to snap the ball. Dax looked like he's trying but they, to I think they call told, an audible I, or something. I think, no, I think they told him, let it run. Man. Kicking the field goal. Crazy. But they wanted, so he explained it at the, at the top of his press conference. And, and then it was and, like. I don't know if he explained that well. So I said, can you do that again? Was your intention to run a play? And he goes, yes, we wanted to run Who? a third down. Uh, Who said that? McCarthy. Okay. Wanted to run a third down play. He goes, but we lost the clock. Well, so what you have to do in these games, because I had to get used to it too, there's, there's the ribbon board mm-hmm. at the ends. 
and you, that one stays up there the whole of time. Course. But the other ones disappear, <laughs> right? That's right. And, and so it, somebody said, but, oh, was, were the Chargers messing? I said, no, no you got to know, because Dak things. was looking at the right one. He okay. knew what was going on. And I think when they thought it get it under 17, it was like, okay. So he's actually listening to them as what I'm thinking, he's about to run a play. Right. So, but he can hear them. And I think they cut it off with the, whatever the play clock was at. Mm-hmm. But since there was so little time left, the play clock was still going. So they just let it run out on purpose. You know what and I was it, looking at? Can you do an intentional grounding from shotgun? <laughs> That's what I was hoping. That oh, if, I see what if you're If saying. they did snap it, he could just, you know. Yeah. Can All you right. do that from shotgun? My understanding. I think you got to be under center. Yeah, yeah. And at that's the, what at, made the, me nervous at too. other levels, you can do it from the shotgun, or you can do what like Brady, what Brady did at the end of the game. Just, he just threw it to the to, over the guy's right. head on the outside. Know, but you got to have somebody over there. I know, uh, like Texas high school, maybe even in college, you can now do it out of the shotgun. Oh, really? Uh, they, at first, you couldn't, and then when everyone was going to the spread and the shotgun, they changed you have the, to. the rule to where you can. Um, the other part of that is Kellen Moore was I think he was relying on the the ribbon you right. know, that is a, that that stays there right and he he his vision got blocked by one of the sideline camera. cameras <laughs> like the CBS has the roaming sideline ca- camera and it happened to, to block it happened oh to block the the clock at that point right. but you're right I mean that's the first thing I know when I'm doing a game as a, as a broadcaster I'm trying to figure out okay where's that permanent clock and right. coaches are like that too uh, but in this case they it let's look at this guys it any took other me, time the Cowboys would have blown this it took me the fact that we didn't yeah, blow this right? that says well, that's an improvement well, here's it usually me, we it will took, just take this and blow it all it took away. me a good quarter to find the clock that had the thing up there the whole time because they had some on the side sideline and that one would disappear and so you've got to have your advertising, yeah. right? By God, don't <laughs> let us know what you got to pay for the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the way I look at it, though. Yes, you'd like to run a play. You'd like to run a good play and get 10 yards or whatever. But I, I do like the fact that once things were going haywire, right. they just decided to play a conservative. They, did they, they yeah. didn't panic. They Calm didn't it down. Panic. And they wanted to make sure that they had that timeout, a full timeout to use to get their kicker onto the field and everything's calm, even if it is a 56. And it's and it's definitely, as it was proven, it was definitely within his range to right. kick a 56 yard. I feel yarder. good about it. And if you, hit it, if you it. hit it well, it's perfect playing conditions. If you hit it well, and that's his, you're that's gonna, his side, you're of, the, that's gonna his make side it, of the hash mark. You're right going to make it from 56 just as, as you'd make it from 51 or right. 46, whatever. If yeah, you, and it wasn't it worth well. the gamble for like, right. oh, we're going to get five I was yards. watching him in pregame in Tampa, and it was happened to be from 56 yards, mm-hmm. and he was nailing them in, yeah. in Tampa. And, and he, the one he missed one. Yeah. and the one yeah. he missed in Tampa, it was 60, and he just mishit it. Here's the other thing to consider on that, okay, is, all right, you get a holding call. Right. You get a, a bad play, mm-hmm. whatever, where you lose Offsides. yardage, and now you're out You're out of field goal range. And, yeah. uh, you know, a false start. Like, you know, now or you're a, back a, five a, yards. A Rand, so, so Randy, that's why, Randy White did that to us. Yes, remember that? Yeah, right. I do remember that. So that's that. why <laughs> you want to make sure everything's under control. And once, once it was getting away from them, just, okay – just the other part of it is it's a tie game. Yeah. At the very right. worst, the, right. you the pressure overtime. is not. It's not. Right. You're not trailing. You know. And you're right. The, the environment was sterile. No wind. You got a home crowd. Home crowd. And that's his hash line right there. That's right? his side of the mark because you can get more power, right, coming around as opposed to trying to yeah. push it to the and right. So, so, but that's what happened. And you know, I think everybody's like, "Oh, there they go, mismanaging the clock." Well, there was a reason, mm-hmm. and it was almost like the unintended consequences worked out for them, right? And, and, we, and many times that does not work out right. for us. No, and, no. and I like the whole approach on that drive too. Um, they had plenty of time. Uh, to go three forty nine when it started. When it started, but even when they got down uh, to where in the two minute range, they were running the ball. They were to what, what did it remind you of? It reminded you of Tampa Bay against us. It's the exact That's same right. thing. That's right. And, yep. it, and and I felt just as comfortable as the Bucks fans felt when Brady took over. So they ran the ball seven of the eleven plays. 
Seven of them. Now the difference is, and Brady, they were and they were gaining yards now yeah, also. Yeah. By the way, now, the difference is Brady got them down to the eighteen yard line. They're kicking right. thirty six. <laughs> yeah, he, he spent three plays just throwing yeah, it into the stands. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the, he got him down there with with forty five seconds left. But we and, didn't get a PI call, so you know that's all. That's right. That, that's right. Um, all right, we're up against uh, another break here, and uh, we're going to talk. How about we talk about a cornerback when we come back here on and two DBs and a running back? Two okay, DBs. when we come back here on two Mix DBs, Shots, two running backs. <laughs> At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got... Jealous, yeah, good job. How'd you man. like that read? I yeah, like that, that was read, good. Man. That's an old read, though. You know, yeah, it is. He knows it that is. in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sleep, <laughs> three that's, o'clock. Here we go. That's why he was able to nail it. He's I can't doing believe it that sleep. many people fly on that flight. It takes off at twelve fifty-one. That's when I come back from California. That's that's the flight I want to be on. Yeah. Well, that's what I we used to do when we were in the newspaper. Like mm-hmm. training camp would break in Thousand Oaks, they'd play that last preseason game. We'd go and hang out at the Black Whale restaurant and then take the red eye back. The Black Whale was in Marina Del Rey. Very many cowboy fans on that red eye coming back. I uh, it was pretty packed with cowboy. How many fans. Black Whales have you seen? Black. I, I never understood why they called it that. But. <laughs> All right. How many autographs did Mickey have to sign? Yeah, right. Flight? Yeah, Mickey yeah. signed autographs. No, <laughs> so pictures? we ended up coming back to the hotel, and Dave Hellman and I worked in the lobby to to write. And we were both when we got there, we found some obscure places. Well, when everybody got back from the game, there were no more. No more. No, places. the whole place. So we is a probably party. took about five pictures it's each. Probably, right? Yeah, a party. It's a party now. <laughs> Cowboy fans were pretty fired <laughs> up. Let right. me tell you, Mickey That's just right. couldn't get any work done. He Such can't go anywhere, not even nice. in Southern must California, nice, without getting you. recognized. It's all because of mixture. Actually, yeah. my uh, my Uber driver from the airport figured out who I was. 
God, we're famous because uh, we listen to the show. We're next to the famous person. Uh huh. He listens to the fan and famous to the podcast. All right. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's nice. Okay, so um, you want to go with the cornerback or running back situation? Well, I think uh, the running back to Man, start. Tell me about it. And and. And I think we need to put it in perspective of what was going on, why they did it that way. And it goes back to what I said earlier about making those pass rushers play the run. Mm-hmm. And I think they figured out if if if, if we're going to make them play the run, we're going to hit them with speed to the outside. And that's why uh, Pollard got the carries he got and, and the success he got, yep. too. When they're playing that th- – I used to say back in the 90s when the Cowboys with Emmett Smith and that offensive line would mm-hmm. play a 3-4 defense, mm-hmm. just go right after those outside because, linebackers. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're there to rush the quarterback, right. right? Make them play the run. And the Cowboys expose that uh, time and time again with some of his outside stuff that he can do better than Zeke. Right. Zeke is hitting between the tackles and, and had boy, a really good day. Hitting. There was some power there, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then <laughs> That's you, when those guards are kicking butt. They, and then you they, give them the, the change The bubble right? was not burst. Yeah, the change-up's right. not a slow pitch. This one's fast. That's right. <laughs> and and, and it, it worked perfectly. They rushed for 198 yards. It's the most yards rushing uh, since they went for 223 in the season finale in 2019. Uh, so, yeah, they had it going, and they kept them off balance. Too. So Zeke, and I Zeke think that over. helped dull, uh, dull their, their pass rush. Because now all of a sudden they got to worry about something else. And Bosa, he could not handle that. He could not handle our tackles in a run situation. Right. Because they were blowing him off the ball. He kept trying to go around, just like you were talking about the skinny ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like that, where he, he looked like a skinny ass when, when he was trying to go around Steele and trying to go around Tyron. It's just not going to work. So so I don't think you know we got a running back controversy. I think you've got a two back system. They always try to do I know. this. You got a two back system now. Uh, and people now have to worry when they see Powell. And, you know, and they early in the game they ran a couple of two backs too. They were yeah. both there at the same time, and you know one guy would go out in the pass pattern, the other guy played running. What, what back. was Zeke's numbers? Uh, he was uh, I know seventy one rushing. He had 16, uh, 16 for 71. What about uh, receiving? And, and then Two for 26. He got uh, he may have had more than that because I don't, I'm not sure if I factored in the 14 yards he got on the last play of the first yeah, half. I'm not sure how they how – they, He got – at halftime – receiving his, yards or his, is that – no, That's right. It was receiving yards. I'm sorry. That's if receiving yards. A pitch would be receiving yards? Yeah, that's receiving yards. Yeah. Huh. So um, – that, that, ta- that tacks on to the receiving yardage. At, at halftime, he had no receptions for 14 yards. So they, they, they combined for five catches for 27 yards. So he got over 100. <clears throat> so, yeah, total yeah, yards. Basically, we got 100. So, uh, yeah, and, and I think it just kept him off balance. So uh, And that helps the next game, right? Philadelphia's got to worry about. They power. don't know who, how, how you're going right? to study. Yeah, yeah, which one you're going to study for? Because so, one's a quick hitter and the other one's all power. So they combine rushing wise, they combine 29 carries for 180 yards and two touchdowns. You'll take that out of your running yeah, game, whether yeah, whether, who's doing it? Doesn't matter care. who's doing it. That's I, right. As long as it ain't the quarterback, either. As long as it ain't the quarterback. That's right. <laughs> and with the additional games in you know 17 game season and so forth, you want to keep them both healthy, and and that's the trend all around the league is to have more than one running back. That I mean, is. maybe Tennessee might be the only team that that just yeah, goes with the one. Too. He's just yeah. In, in one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't huge. don't minimize what Zeke did in this game. Right. Right. And he all, almost made you a need spe- both of them. spectacular play Man, there at the end of the I, half. Guys, we talked about Adderley. He played some ball yesterday. Mm-hmm. He made some big plays. I, he almost made That's the That's going for a touchdown, right? Yes. Yeah, Especially I, I, when he dove and he was smart enough to go up in the air. That's right. Because, you know, if you leave and you just get the ball across before you land, uh, he came within three yards. All right, Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. He's on a pace of interception a game. <laughs> hey, was that a hell of a pick? 
That was. That I was, mean, that, that was that's pretty. a kick. That's not luck. That's no right. tip. You know, I mean, he saw it and he went for it. That's, that's what we talked about. We talked it was about. like a diving reception. He jumped it. He jumped it. He knew what was happening. He didn't wait for anything. He was aggressive for it, knowing where the quarterback wants to throw the ball. Covering one of the best receivers in the league, Keenan Allen. That. Allen. That was had, a great battle. That uh-huh. was a great battle. Allen had four catches for 108, mm-hmm. but one of them was 42 yards. Yeah. Where they just lost him. I don't know what they were doing. They had a couple of plays, like the one that got called back. Yeah. This guy's 20 yards downfield all by himself. He touchdown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What? And, and I, I don't know what why, are the I safeties know, doing. I don't know why Diggs let up on, on Allen. If you keep running, that is an, another interception for you. Right. And, and I, you know, I, I did it too, you know, especially as a rookie. You just kind of. You're you thinking know, the plays away yeah, and that yeah, they're coming yeah. your way. And, and you know you're not supposed to do that. You know you have to be on point at all times. And he, that one moment, it, it just takes that one moment of And he got a fingertip on it, didn't he? Still got it. Yeah. He still touched it. Yeah. And, and that I believe that was a cover, too, because he trailed the entire time. So I'm assuming the safety was over the top because he was over the top. Sort mm-hmm. of what happened to Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown, but he wasn't – well, he was – He was trailing and he, he was, got yeah. no help. Right. No Everson, if you got a fingertip on it, would you catch it? No. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I, I'm so, not going to lie. I, was, so this I is, always wanted to go up just like a rebound. Give me those two hands. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight you off. You know, it's a fight for the ball. I'm not going to be trying to do all that with one hand. I'm I didn't go to OU. I just went to Grammar. So they got – they have now – And he's talking about D.J. Graham with the interception Graham, right? of the year. Yes, that was right. the dumbest interception of the year, but go ahead. So they've got uh, – <laughs> Go ahead, Spags. I'm not listening to Bill. They've man. got four interceptions. they got four interceptions in two games. Last year they didn't get the fourth interception until the 11th game. Whoa. And it's not, it's not just that they're getting interceptions. I mean, that was – the best right now, the play of the year for us. It really was. That saved the touchdown. It was Casey. That, that's how you say his name. Casey. Crazy Casey. Yeah, well, you know, my my, my, uh, my choir teacher was Kazee. She yeah. spelled it the same way. But no, that, to me, right now, that's just the play of the year so far. And he gets the interception in the end zone. In the end zone. I mean, that it's saved us. Which that is another could have been touchdown, right? That's right? Here's the other thing. They're acquiring players with a history of making of, plays. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Diggs, there's a reason Diggs can catch the football. They you call they call play. Well, yeah, yeah. They call Casey. They call him right. some had, kind of ball hawk he had or something. A, he had seven picks one year. He has he has a right. nickname. Uh-huh. He has some kind of nickname out there. So you're right. And I, I let me Eat crow a little bit because, of course, when they brought in Casey and Curse and all those guys with the uh, injured Achilles and all that, I'm like, man, what are these bums doing here? Keanu Neal. Yeah, O'Neal, these guys are they're balling. Yeah, right. they, they're it, stepping it. in and doing what they're supposed to do to show you how to play this defense. So they're leading by example. In in two games, they've got uh, six takeaways. They got the sixth takeaway last year in the eighth game. So and that was one of their problems, right? Dalton, at the end of the year, they started, they started getting, getting them. Getting them. They well, now it's, con- it, it's starting too. to continue. And you know what? The other guy that was sort of, I think, an unsung hero at that side of the ball was J. Ron Curse. I, I have him right here, but I expected right him to be like a special teams no. guy. Uh, but boy, he can play. And they, he was my unsung star last week. They it's created, not, they created a spot for him. If you look at the starting lineup, he started. They only had two linebackers out there. They've been playing him like a big linebacker in the slot. Uh, and uh, he, He's way better than that. He's much more than that. I, I see him he's, as a free safety. Well, so, it, But he's versatile enough where he can play in the box or he can play back in. His line was six combined tackles. He had a tackle for a loss, a quarterback hit, and one pass defense, and he should have had an interception. You see how many tackles was, he had last week? Come on, guys. Yeah, he was up he had, there. He too, had 11 right? tackles last week. Did he? He, had, he had 40 snaps on he, uh, against uh, Tampa. He had 40 snaps on defense and 21 on special teams. I'm keeping teams. my eye on this guy, man. Yeah. I'm definitely keeping my eye on this guy. He's, he's, he's our Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, Wilson. As a matter of fact, this game. He played game, just as well as Wilson did for us last year. He, he only missed four defensive. No, that was KZ. Curse. 69 of 71 snaps, 97%. There you go. So and that's because Donovan Wilson wasn't there. Right. And 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 he's but what they started in the, they had Casey Hooker and Curse 
uh, out there first for for the starters. Only. So they're taking Jordan Lewis off the field. What no, they? no. They, they, okay, so who they were playing Jordan Lewis. They it was kind of a big dime. Right. Mm-hmm. So who are the linebackers? They, the was majority Curtis? of it was. No, I'm talking starters. Oh, starters. Did you did it, you get the starters? Yeah, it was uh, Van Der Esch and Smith. Okay. They well they and they they only listed three. Well, they listed three defensive linemen, but Parsons was probably right. Right. Linemen. Parsons right. was one of them. So the majority of the game it was Van Der Esch and and Jalen at the linebacker. When they went to the nickel, uh, at times Jalen would come out and Keanu Neal came in mm-hmm. and. Sometimes Neil was in and Jalen Smith stayed stayed in oh, instead of Vanderish. They kind of rotated so the five around. DBs they had on the field to start the game: Lewis, Casey, Curse, Lewis, Lewis, Diggs. Lewis didn't start. There you go. So Curse was in Lewis's spot. So to they start listed the game. Bas- they basically listed three safeties and two corners. Yeah. So Jordan Lewis was not on the field to start the game, right, but right. I mean, he but he a played lot. in the right. slot. Yeah, exactly. yeah. right. Yeah, he was out. Let's I see. I love the, what what they're doing with it. I'm trying. Lewis had 72 percent of the snaps. Okay, so okay. He was out there before quite we. A bit. I know we gotta go, but you know, you talked about the curse how he played. That interception just really would have topped off an excellent game, right? Was that the horrible call that I thought it was? Yes, I was. I was I, like, I don't what did he do? I don't understand why they would make that call. And 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 I was so mad at Romo yesterday because he kept co-signing bad calls. Mm-hmm. And then even when they held uh, uh, Vanderish coming through, oh, I don't know. You don't know. The man grabbed him in his ear hole <laughs> <laughs> and slung him down. And, and he seemed to be so forgiving to these referees in one of the worst ref games I think I've ever seen. And, so which, by the way, is it on Romo's mind that uh, he's a cowboy? When he's broadcasting. He's trying not to overcompensate. Well, he ended up overcompensating. It's a natural thing. Aikman went through the same thing. Aikman did the same. I don't know. Aikman never seemed to like the Cowboys when he (laughs) was overcompensating. He's making sure that he's not, you know. Here's my last mix shot. Van Der Esch's. (laughs) Van Der Esch's. Glad I stuttered. There right? you go, Chris. Don't miss it. He ain't missing nothing. I thought it was a purposeful. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Van Der Esch's sack. That was their first one of the year. Yeah. So it took them 88 minutes to get a sack. And then they ended up with just two in the game. Is that right? and, and they barely got credited with the second one. Yeah. But we're going to take it for my man. Absolutely. <laughs> my man, Micah. All right. That does it for Mix Shots. Oh, we got man, so much more stuff. to talk about. We do. Yes, Tomorrow we do. at 1.30 here on Mix Shots. Mm, go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!